invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. What a joy to have with us today for Song of the Soul, Sarah Pirtle. Sarah is a fruitful fountain of story and music and work, the great part of it related to peace, justice, and care for the earth, stuff that is central to the work of Northern Spirit Radio. Her book, An Outbreak of Peace, is a beautiful example of her spirit and creativity, created out of a collaboration with so many people, a number of them youth. She's got six books out there and at least nine albums, with more pouring out all the time. She's longtime bedrock for both the People's Music Network and the Children's Music Network. And talk of the ultimate recommendation, for my taste, Pete Seeger said, If you want to hear some of the best songs out there today, listen to Sarah Pirtle. I'm sure you'll agree, as Sarah now joins us by phone from Western Massachusetts. Sarah, I'm absolutely delighted to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Hi, Mike. I am so glad to talk with you. Let's talk about our common friends, uh, Peter and Annie, who are behind the Rise Up Singing songbook. They're not too far away, I think. And then Bruce O'Brien, who lives here in Eau Claire, a musician who's connected with you through the Children's Music Network. Let me first celebrate that Annie and Peter are finishing up Rise Again, the second volume of their work. I knew Peter when we were both at Oberlin College, and we'd stand at Quaker Peace Vigils on the Common together during the Vietnam War. You're Unitarian Universalist, born and raised, right, Thoroughbred? That's right. My minister there, Jacob Trapp, was one of the finest people I'd ever met. I feel that my songwriting goes with that whole experience. In fact, I can remember it being maybe two or three years old and sitting on a swing with a very large oak tree, and I was making up songs to the oak tree. I was kind of feeling the responsiveness of the tree. So I feel that my songwriting has those roots. That really is a foundation for me. When you were at college, were you a music major, an education major? I mean, you've got multiple threads in your life. Well, I went in in the folk tradition. In fact, Pete Seeger's death was, was I just felt it so hard. It was like a, a chance for people to be able to look again at how important it's been to walk with Pete, because when I was 12 years old, I began teaching myself guitar with his book. So I always was aware of his consciousness. And when I think about the joy of folk music, of people finding each other's songs and adding verses, it comes from his spirit of, 
of community, really. One of the songs I could talk about is the song Home for Dinner that was written for Cindy Sheehan. That began right in, back in 2005 when Cindy Sheehan had an encampment in Texas that was called Camp Casey. And that what's very important for me is when I hear about a person's courage, then I feel as if I'm walking alongside them. You know, I think that we catch courage from each other, that we pass courage to each other. So that song was something that I wanted to bring forward so that more people could sense her spirit as I was sensing it. And I just kept working with what was the main chorus I wanted to say. And finally one day it was, I found out war has no winner. I want every mother's child home for dinner. So I, I think I spent 50 hours reworking and I kept pushing myself to go deeper. Oh, wow. You don't know it just flew past my window. Oh. Oh. Baltimore Oriole. No, look. Oh. Woo. What, what bird is it? It's, it doesn't look like most of the eagles I see around here, but it's an eagle. Oh. I, don't, I don't know which kind of eagle it is. And it, it was about 12 feet from my head where it flew by. Oh. I'm inside, obviously, so it didn't see me, but wow. It was kind of immense coming right by me. Mark, I see that the indigenous way of treating when an animal comes in close is that it's, it's this great spirit speaking or affirming. Oh, I love to put it right in there with being by the river and trying to listen deeply. Well, let's listen to the song. It's called Home for Dinner, and it's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Sarah Pirtle. Here's the napkins and the tablecloth, the calendar of patron saints. The refrigerator photos Her shining eyes with no complaint Here's the burning candle That I keep next to me I want you back home, Casey You can go either way You can hide it deep inside you And let it burn you to the core Or you can open yourself wider Than you ever have before I am chopping, chopping onions Slicing finer than they need to be I am stopping, I am turning, I am listening for eternity. I have heard the worst news that a mother can ever know. Why did you have to go? Why did you have to go Here is your bowl I lift the ladle Sit down right here Come to the table I have found out War has no winner I want every mother's child Every mother's child 
home for dinner. I am staring at the water that runs down this drain. How many mothers have carried this pain? I don't know what to do when I'm feeling this rage. How can careless hands just turn a page? I am breathing, simply breathing, and I cannot see what lies ahead. Ancient women line my kitchen; they are offering their holy bread. We spread this tablecloth with a heart ready to listen. There's a place for everyone. Come into our kitchen. You can go either way. You can shrink yourself to ashes like a cinder in the night, or use all the pain that's burning and turn yourself to light. Here is your bowl. I lift the ladle. Sit down right here. Come to the table. I have found out war has no winner. I want every mother's child. Every mother's child. Every mother's child home for dinner. You can find "Home for Dinner" on Sarah Pirtle's recording "Everyday Bravery." That's a double album collection. It's got what forty songs on it, I think. Sarah, tell us about that recording and why is the song about Cindy Sheehan in there? When I read Jim Douglas's book, Lightning East to West, he talked about the force of Satyagraha, truth force. It's love and truth combined in it. And he said that Gandhi would tell people, Satyagraha is the strongest force in the universe. What happens when I hear something like that is I take it in really deeply and kinesthetically. So that became one of the anchors of my life. Along with the minister, I was talking to you about Jacob Trapp, who would tell us about the resonance to the all. So I've always felt that words had great power; that you could hug a phrase like that and just keep drawing sustenance from it. So the same for me about Cindy Sheehan's just her her courage, where she was appointed a, a Gold Star Mother when her son Casey died, and then she founded Gold Star Parents for Peace. So in the song, I try to go into that transformation, and how do you use all the pain that's burning and turn ourselves to light? I have this sense that when all of us are facing our hardest things, that we have this innate capacity to get bigger, to take a tragedy, and feel deeply how horrible it is. And so in the song, I talk about you can shrink yourself to a cinder, or 
glow with the light. Like when, when Pete Seeger died, I had to just let myself cry and cry. Just one night I just let myself cry like my heart would break because I was feeling what a dear person he is for all of us. So I really have that sense of being able to go through things and draw upon our ability to stick with the tragedy and then blossom, just like I love the phrase, being like a wildflower in the spring who's got stones above it and it pushes through the stones. That sounds like uh, something that could be included in a song. (laughs) Yep, I put it right into a verse from My Roots Go Down. Something I wrote way back, I think it must have been 1978. I was at a wonderful workshop that Lynn Gottlieb, who's a, a rabbi, was leading, where she took a group of women on a walk, full moon, in the winter. And during that experience, walking back from it, I began to hear this song, My Roots Go Down. And I thought of it as a song that was kind of like a song to be at your shoulder, giving a person strength. But I never sang it to anybody. I had no idea. I was I was a private songwriter, and I hadn't brought forth my work. Then when I was on my way to the Seneca Peace Encampment with Francis Crow, we were singing all kinds of songs in the car, and so I sang that. And people said, that's the song you really need to start sharing. So that at the encampment, I did start sharing it, and I found that the fun is to help people make new verses. You know, you told me you wanted to share a few short bits of songs, and I think now would be a good time to share them because the roots and the grass growing up, it's so much a part of that. Would you introduce the other two songs that you're going to include in that? Well, the second one was written, again, with the sense of helping us remember that we are not just on the earth but of the earth. It's a song that I wrote when there was a gathering called Women for Survival. Women for Life on Earth. So that one's going to be the second one. Then the third one, I do a peace camp. This is our 21st summer. And one year, one of the counselors, who was 14 at that time, was sitting in the woods and she was writing a poem. She showed it to me, and her name is Isalina Lieva Bose. It was just like a big deal for her to show anybody her writing. I wanted her to really feel affirmed in what she was doing but asked if I could put it to music. So suddenly that day we're sitting at our tradition where we're under a big maple and we're telling stories, and we offered that song. And then the people in the circle began to take hold of it, and the next year someone sang the song at her bat mitzvah, and pretty soon it was floating out into the world. So when you hear the song called Believe, I didn't write the words, but Isalina did. And that'll be the third in the series that you're going to share here. Second one is Two Hands Hold the Earth. And the first one is My Roots Go Down, all of these by Sarah Pirtle. My roots go down, down to the earth. My roots go down, down to the earth. My roots go down, down to the earth. My roots go down. I am a wildflower pushing through stones. I am a wildflower pushing through stones. I am a wildflower pushing through stones. My roots go down. My head is in the sky, sky, sky. My feet are on the ground, ground, ground. And what about my blood? It's from the sea. 
What about my bones like the mountains be? And my hands, oh my hands, I believe with my hands I could hold this land. My two hands hold the earth. My two hands hold the earth. One single blade of grass can hold a thousand stories. One single falling leaf can sing a million songs. And one single person can change the world just by being born. My roots go down, two hands hold the earth, believe at least excerpts of each of them sung today by Sarah Pirtle for her song of the soul. My Roots Go Down, probably your best-known song. Is that true? I don't know. That and Mahogany Tree, and one I wrote called Walls and Bridges. This is a song. It's a song about Juanita Nelson. That's the one I'd love to share next. Juanita Nelson and her partner Wally were active in the civil rights movement since the 1940s. They're part of CORE, founded Peacemakers, and part of Pioneer Valley War Tax Resistance. And in the 1970s, they moved to Woolman Hill, that place where we have the peace camp, journey camp that I was talking about. And Juanita is so humble. I love to bring the, some of the campers over and we talk with her. And she was looking at them because she's always so great at connecting to people. And she said, well, let me think of something I was doing when I was your age. She said, when I was your age, I was traveling on a train with my mother. We were on our way south from Cleveland, and we got to this situation where the conductor was trying to make us sit in the back car of the train. And she said, I just looked at my mother and I said, I can't go there. I refuse to sit in the back car. Now, I want the song to surprise you as far as what happens, but the fun of writing this song was trying to join Juanita, to picture what it was like to be her, and uh, let the song speak for itself and maybe talk more about it afterwards. Ballad of Juanita Nelson. We rushed to the train in the station in Ohio. We landed in the back car, the worst car that was plain. Spider webs and dust piles, all the seats were torn up. Only for black passengers, a segregation train. I was just 16. It was in the 1930s I spoke up Cause I knew what I did know I looked at my mama She looked back at me My heart was beating hard I knew where I had to go Whatever age I be I will follow what's true for me Oh, the world can't change me truth inside has claimed me I must do what I feel is true The train left the station I left where I was sitting I knew what was ahead Before we traveled very far Mama caught my eye She did not try to stop me I told her how I felt I have to leave this car No, I would not stay the place they tried to put me I opened up the door I couldn't breathe, my hands were tight I entered the next train car With just white people sitting I stayed with my convictions I sat down, it was right Whatever 
never age I be I will follow what's true for me Oh, the world can't change me The truth inside has claimed me I must do what I feel is true I sat down on those cushions in the white cars I breathed and I got up whenever I felt through The porter caught my eye He did not try to stop me He said he was afraid of what someone might up and do I was more afraid of silencing my conscience I wouldn't let cold fear start running me around I sat in every white car on the Jim Crow train to Georgia. I did what I had to do. I sat down, whatever age I be. I will follow what's true for me. Oh, the world can't change me. The truth inside has claimed me. I must do what I feel is true. No one threw me off the train The conductor did not stop me I made my way from car to car Then back to Mama's place I don't recall the passengers I just recall their silence And the look of love that I saw upon my Mama's face Whatever age I be I will follow what's true for me the world can't change me The truth inside has claimed me I must do what I feel is true I must do what I feel is true That wonderful song is The Ballad of Juanita Nelson by Sarah Pirtle. She's my guest today for Song of the Soul. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. On that site, you'll find nearly nine years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find links to our guests, so if you want to track down Sarah Pirtle, the link is right there. And you'll also find additional information about our guests. You'll find a place to leave comments, and we love two-way communication. I'm doing my part. You can do your part by leaving a comment on the website. There's also a place to leave donations. This is how we make our living. And I especially want to remind you to support your local community radio station, providing you an invaluable slice of both news and music that you just get nowhere else. So please start by supporting your local community radio station. Again, our guest, Sarah Pirtle. The song we just heard, Sarah, was The Ballad of Juanita Nelson, and you wanted to say a little bit more about that. I wanted to talk about just one more thing about what Juanita was involved in. When I was working on that song, it was a challenge to say, well, what should the chorus be? And then I thought the essence of her life, whatever age I be, I will follow what's true for me. And that example of her following her truth. Juanita and her partner Wally started the first farmer's market here in our area. And they lived in a home without electricity or running water. And she started a free harvest supper in our area where farmers contribute food and 700 people are fed at a big dinner. So what's exciting for me is to sing that song for people of, of all different ages and then say, and what's a time in your life when you had a choice about whether or not you would follow your truth? So songwriting for me is kind of a way of spreading news about what different people have done, and that's what the Everyday Bravery Collection is about. 
I also want to mention your book, An Outbreak of Peace. Now, that's back from the 1980s that you wrote this. This is from the point of view of teenagers getting active about peace. It received a very special award, the Olive Branch Award. What is that? A group of New York publishers and writers wanted to honor the Outstanding Book of the Year on World Peace. And so when I got the award, I wanted... See, there were 24 young people who did illustrations, and I wanted to work on the problem of ageism, that is, to not have them be eclipsed. So I asked one of the young people to come with me, so we both stood up together. When the book came out, we'd, <laughs> we not only did we have a Boston Globe reporter at our book release, but I invited high school reporters, and we did this thing where all of the illustrators took turns calling on a young person in the audience and then an adult so that the voices of the young people didn't get eclipsed. I love deliberate little changes that one can make so that all voices get heard. I love how a song can just start a new conversation. One of the songs just simply says the word, oops. Have you noticed the time you left someone out? Oops. I just, I love that word, how that word can kind of change things. And another song in that collection is called That Quiet Place. I like to say to, again, people of all ages, what do you do when you want to feel centered? You know, where do you go? One time, a teacher of four-year-olds who had been teaching the song to them, everybody was in a state of pandemonium, and she just simply said, go to your quiet place. And all of a sudden, they kind of claimed that place inside themselves. You'll hear some harmonies by Louis Collins on this song. And I wrote it at a time when I'd had a dream of creating an 18-foot-long humpback whale puppet, which is the size of a three-month-old baby humpback calf. So I worked with a costume designer, and we made this humpback that could have 12 people inside it making all the flippers move. In fact, our theater company painted a 100-foot blue whale on the side of our barn so that we could really understand you know, the majesty and the, the horror of whales being hurt. So this song comes from that. Sometimes I feel like I am a whale Guns and harpoons are closing on me Trying to keep me from my home in that quiet place where nothing can harm you In that quiet place we carry inside The heart of the world, the heart of the world Sometimes I know that there is the ocean Out 
to ride on her back. We go rolling high and low to that quiet place where nothing can harm you. In that quiet place, we carry inside the heart of the world, the heart of the world. Sarah Pirtle's song "That Quiet Place," one of many great songs on her album "Everyday Bravery." Quite a gift, Sarah, to give to people, both large and small. Would you care to mention any of the gifts of music that you received from others, especially with how often you're the giver of music? I know Pete Seeger, for instance, is in the mix, but I imagine that there are others that you could talk about. I wanted to talk about Jill and Donald Person because they changed my life and the lives of many people. They started the first progressive children's music company, the, really the first children's music company in the country. It's called A Gentle Wind out of Albany, New York. I was working at Trap Rock Center for Peace and Justice, and I got a phone call from Jill, and she said, did you write the song, The Woman Who Gobbled Swiss Cheese? She was going to have it be recorded by Betsy Rose and Kathy Winter, and she said towards the end of the conversation, do you happen to have any others? I took my handheld cassette player and I put down 20 songs. Some of them I was just writing on the spot. And it started a long relationship. That was when my son Ryan, I was just pregnant with him. We made the first CD that we've made five together. My life wouldn't be what it was without Joe and Donald Person. And because they believed in the music and they began to tell me, you know, children need this music. So Jill and I would sit on the couch of her home there in Albany, and we would take one of the songs, like one you're going to be hearing, called Mama's Weaving, and, you know, look at it. How can it be made better? What's the, what's behind it? So when I think about music going out in the world, it's also important, the community behind it, and Jill and Donald are right there. So this is a song where I was at Journey Camp, and I brought out this beautiful long Mayan weaving of the Tree of Life, sat around under an apple tree with a group of girls at the Girls Week session, and I said, let's imagine a mother teaching her daughter how to make this weaving, because I wanted to give them the experience of what did it feel like to write a song. I did the melody, and together we wrote these verses. I wanted to also give them that archetype of a tree of life where everybody is part of that common tree. Mama's Weaving by Sarah Pirtle. Like the corn, the yarn is green. Like the sky, the yarn is blue. Mama, I can't keep my fingers moving. Teach me to do what you do. And through the strings, the shuttle flies. Like the birds up in the skies. When we weave, we turn again. Like the waves upon the sand. The weaving grows in our hands. For the sunset purple yarn For the sunrise pink and red For good luck I hold the yarn When I'm sleeping in my bed And through the strings the shuttle flies Like the birds up in the skies When we weave we turn again Like the waves upon the sand The weaving grows in our hands 
Someday my daughter too may weave and make the branches of this tree. This pattern's passed a thousand years through great grandmother down to me. And through the strings the shuttle flies like the birds up in the skies. When we weave, we turn again like the waves upon the sand. The weaving grows in our hands. The weaving grows. In our hands, the weaving grows in our hands. Sarah Pirtle's song, Mama's Weaving, is from Better Together, but it's also originally, I think, from Pocketful of Wonder. I think Sarah has 11 recordings out there. Who were the co writers on that song, Sarah? Alex DeBrindisi, Emma Kemp, Olivia Eberly. Sophie Sharp and Gina Whalen were the girls who were between ages of 8 to 10 at that time at Journey Camp who took the Guatemalan weaving and helped to create that song. One of the things that I love about your music, Sarah, is that you combine activism with this deep and centering. Sometimes those fragment apart, but I love the way that you find this heartbeat that underlies action. You've continued to do that kind of activism music throughout. And there's a very special song that you have just recently that I think we'd like to share. Could you tell us about Uita? Uita is a Lakota word that means coming together. And I learned it from the writing of Chief Arvo Looking Horse, who has come here to Western Mass and had a chance to be in circles. And this next song goes to an action that happened in April with a group called the Cowboy and India Alliance who were working to stop the Keystone XL pipeline, came and created teepees that went up in Washington, D.C., while at the same time, Chief Arvo Looking Horse and Bobby C. Billy called an Uita Council. Now, the day that all of that began, I woke up with a melody in my sleep. About 50 different times I've had songs dictated in dreams. So I let the song form from different events that were happening, including Monona LaDuke riding her horse with her friend Lorna Haynes along the pipeline to call attention to it. So the words talk about prayers being heard. So I wanted to hear their prayers. I wanted them to know that someone across the country who they didn't know was hearing their prayers. They raised up teepees on the National Mall Indians and cowboys hear a common call They invited thumbprints on one teepee cloth to say don't let this sacred land be lost Uita people of the world Uita our common prayers are heard. Uita, we unite and stand. Uita, no pipeline may cross this land. When the water pours in the reflecting pool, it's Ogallala water from the aquifer. The very same water that this line would cross But we won't let this sacred land be lost Horses ride 
against the flood of oil and stop the tide that would destroy the soil with this teepee cloth we unite as one the mending of the sacred hoop has begun when the teepee's folded and becomes a gift and the elders stand and the teepee cloth they lift when they carry it to a resting place the sacred fires that we light can't be erased may the forwinds rise we talk may our hearts combine we talk may the ones who lead heal their wounded minds find their conscience and reject the lines people of the world we talk our common prayers are heard we talk we unite and stand we talk no pipeline may cross this land we talk no pipeline may cross this land That was Uita. I want to mention you can find a clip of it with different voice recording and different harmonies, different people singing out on YouTube. I'll have a link on NordenSpiritRadio.org. And that version that you just heard is special today for us from Sarah Pirtle. Well, keep talking to us through your music. It's so beautiful, Sarah. I'm just, I'm afraid that we won't possibly get all 11 of your recordings in here in this one program <laughs> today. What would you like to share next? When my son Ryan, who's 29 now, when he was really young, I wrote the song, The Sun Inside Us, for him. I wanted to give him that, that message of being born whole, being born with these with gifts of compassion. You know, while I was holding him and putting him to sleep at night, that song began to form. And what's been great is people have told me like a woman who just turned 85 said, someone phoned her up and said, I want to play a special birthday song and played this song to her. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Person was always challenging me, can you write a new birthday song? And so I think that this song is it and I hope that it'll be used by other people to celebrate each other's lives. The Sun Inside Us. We were born with the sun inside us we were born with the mystery moon We were born with the stars to guide us We were born with the blackbird's tune So dearie down a diddle um day So we are and so we stay We're so strong, we're so smart We were born with the loving heart We were born with the rivers turning we were born with the rivers run We were born with the wild birds yearning We were born with the blue jays fun So dairy down a diddle um day So we are and so we stay We're so strong, we're so smart We were born with a loving heart <laughs> <laughs> 
We were born with the mountains singing. We were born with the rainbow light. We were born with the hummingbirds winging. We were born with the seagull's sight. So dairy down a diddle-um day. So we are and so we stay. We're so strong. We're so smart. We were born with a loving heart. You're so strong. You're so smart. You were born with a loving heart. I'm so strong. I'm so smart. I was born with a loving heart. So dairy down a diddle-um day. So we are and so we stay. We're so strong. We're so smart. We were born with a loving heart. Sarah Pirtle's website is sarahpirtle.com. That's Sarah with an H. If you don't know how to spell that, come via nordenspiritradio.org. We'll have a link to Sarah's site. The song we just heard, The Sun Inside Us. You know, your theology about this light and the sun inside us, obviously it's the kind of spirituality I have. You seem to have left out the part about original sin and how we're all concluded <laughs> in sin. Where is it? It's not It's not in Sarah Pirtle, I guess. I love what Matthew Fox and, of course, Hildegard von Bingen would say, you know, about we're made of original blessing. I can remember when I was a teenager, I'd go to a Unitarian camp called Roe in Massachusetts. That's how come I want to live here as an adult in Western Mass. One night, a friend and I decided that we had stumbled upon the secret of life. And the counselors let us stay up late. And we took a big piece of paper and we began to draw the secret of life. (laughs) (laughs) And what I think is like, what I love about songs is you get little clues. And when I wrote Follow the Voice, I was at a radio interview and they said, you know, what are your favorite love songs? And I, I said, first time ever I saw your face. And then when I left the radio show and I was driving, this song came to me. So I love the part where the person has to board the boat alone, but if they're true to themselves, they find their true community and they find their true love. This is a song that has been used for coming-of-age ceremonies. It's also has been sung to people as they're dying. And I hope it's a song that a person can put on when they're having a hard day and they feel buoyed up. Follow the voice past the willow. Follow the voice past the stone. Follow the voice to the harbor where you must board the boat alone. But if you set your hand to tiller and if And if you lean close to her mane, 
by Sarah Pirtle. It's from Magical Earth. It's also from Green Flame. And I, it's from her latest collection, I think, or one of her latest collections, Better Together. Some mellow, sweet music, as so much of your music is, Sarah. I mean, I haven't found a piece yet that I was going to describe as less than spirit-infused or light-infused. So it's so wonderful that you offer so many ways for us to see that beauty and that growth, that particular movement towards the light that's possible. Were you raised with that kind of music, or where did you get it from? Where did you get all this light-infusement from? You know, I like to encourage people to feel like they can write their own songs based on the things that give them strength, you know, just things that come to you during the day. (laughs) It's so funny. I feel like life taught me that. Life taught me about its goodness and about the kind of inherent strength. I love to say that we're made of the earth, and that means those, those qualities of caring for other people, feeling part of a whole, just trusting our own uniqueness, that that's how the earth is. Another another way I think of it is sort of like this basic honesty that one molecule, when it's asking for more oxygen, always tells the truth. And so that sense of what it's like to have friends where you can be yourself and trust each other and tell the truth to each other, that's what I try to bring out. But what I was asking was where that inclination in you came from. I, a good example. I was sitting in a Quaker meeting for worship in Milwaukee. It was a summer day, beautiful. The windows are open. And at a certain point, we're, we're sitting amidst greenery. There's a five and a half acres of woods around this meeting house in the heart of a residential area in Milwaukee. And all of a sudden, a series of ambulance and police cars and Fire trucks went by, the clanging, the noise was immense. And shortly after it, out of the silence, someone said, you know, when I hear all of those alarms going by, I wonder, what am I doing sitting here? I I should be out helping the people who are experiencing whatever emergency it is. And we sank back into silence. And maybe a few minutes later, another man stood up and said, that's interesting because when I heard those alarms, I heard that someone had need and that need was being answered. And both are true, I mean, for me. And so my question to you, Sarah, is what made you respond to the light? Because there's dark things, there's painful things that happen as well. Somehow you respond from the place of light. Do you have a sense of where that came from, that tendency in you? From a really early age, I felt that there is like a heart of the world, that there is this core of goodness, and I always went looking for it. So when challenges happened, I always knew there was a place I could count on. So whatever 
work it took for me to find that place, I wanted to pass that on to other people. So if I've had a loss of a friend or some big challenge, I can just say, okay, I'm going to go right to my heart. I'm going to draw upon it. No matter what happens, this is a core I can come to. I had finished, put 20 tracks down with Jill and Donald at a gentle wind for one of the recordings. And then I realized I wanted to write about the sense of the heart of the world. So I drove the two and a half hours to Albany just to do this one short song. And Jill's brother, Paul Straussman, did gorgeous guitar and harmony on it. And um, Paul has since died. And in the work I do in the Children's Music Network, we always like to say the names of the people who are still with us in spirit. So this is Paul and I doing Heart of the World. All the people that I see Have a heartbeat Have a heartbeat We hold the fire of the earth And the light of the sun Beats inside us like a drum We're together in the heart of the world We're together in the heart of the world I ask the birds of peace to fly to my heart from the sky of the heart of the world. I ask the birds of peace to fly to my heart from the sky of the heart of the world. Heart of the world, heart of the world, we're together in the heart of the world. Sarah Pirtle's song, Heart of the World. You can find it on her album, Heart of the World, and also on her recent collection, Better Together. Track Sarah down via her website, sarahpirtle.com. That's Sarah with an H. Or find her via the link on northernspiritradio.org. That song, Sarah, seems to be a very wise thing. It helps build, I think, the strong underpinnings we need to make the world a better place. In my view, it's not enough to point at the injustices and issues in the world. We need to do the inner work that motivates and enables us to do healing work in the outer world. Where does that come from for you? From a young age, I was really sensitive about injustice and about racism. I love that sense of finding a way that I want to grow, the way that I want to change, you know. Tell me more. Tell me what I don't understand. So some of um, this work comes from that. Well, it's certainly a blessing to all of us. You've mentioned, by the way, you're an interfaith minister. You or you, you raised. Can you flesh out a little bit more your path, what it's been? I mean, it's just been love, I suppose, all the time, but maybe there's more names to it along the way. On a spring day at 17, I felt like I discovered what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a minister. 
and then as I went to Oberlin and, and you know went ahead in the world, I never had that feeling of like a call for a particular school. And so I became informally a minister. I would go out to Bemidji and do a sermon there or North Carolina at a UU church there. And I loved the format of talking to a group of people about what you care most. So I began to really find that I was being a minister through my music because I was trying to talk about those same types of things. And then I heard about the Chaplaincy Institute of Maine. So this was in 2007. And I had this, an experience that, that I've heard other people have where I could literally hear these little bells. So I applied to it, and it was a two-year program. And I did my internship on helping people be allies for each other to heal from violence. And I also did an internship on working, trying to create interfaith, intergenerational spiritual experiences. And so that's how you became an interfaith minister. Yes, with that sense that however a person calls it, that everybody has a spiritual dimension and everybody has their own sense of, of what makes wholeness what they turn to. Well, I just love the way you express it through your music. Again, we've been speaking with Sarah Pirtle. She lives in Western Massachusetts. Website sarahpirtle.com or follow the link from org. So much beautiful music, such a gentle, healing spirit clearly shining through you. Thank you so much for doing that blessing with so many people over your life. And thank you especially for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. It's just been wonderful to get to know you. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy. Sing out a song.